This is episode 334 of the AWS podcast, released on September 29, 2019. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the AWS Podcast. Simon Lisha here with you. Great to have you back. I'm joined by a very special guest in studio, as it were. I'm joined by Girish Nasaratnam, who is a practice manager here at AWS Professional Services. Welcome to the podcast, Girish. Good morning, Simon. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Well, I've, I've made you come a long way. <laughs> We're both Melbourne Melbourne boys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's not too far. Um, I think the, the studio that we record this is just not even two meters away from where I sit. So, so it was a big stretch to get you to come here. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no efforts. Spared. No effort spared. So, so Girish, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I've been with AWS Professional Services for about two and a half years now. I'm a practice manager, part of our Melbourne practice here at AWS. My role is I, I lead our application modernization and migration practice. So it's all about helping our customers on their cloud journey and both migrate and innovate in the AWS cloud. So the, the topic of this podcast is going to kind of be twofold because we want to really touch on what it is like to, to work at AWS and AWS Professional Services in particular but also the work that you do on application modernization. Try and say that five times fast. <laughs> so w- tell us a little bit about the, the practice of application modernization and what it means for our customers. Yeah, sure. So the the application modernization and migration, or as we like to call it now, the AM2 practice, has been set up to help our customers not just migrate to the AWS cloud, but also realize the benefits a lot quicker. So we found that many customers are already on their journey to the cloud. Many customers have already started migrating workloads to the cloud. And our role is specifically to help customers increase their velocity and also to modernize in the cloud. So to leverage high level services and actually move away from old guard services or old guard databases to modernize their applications that may not may no longer be supported and also to actually to leverage all our high level services and to be able to innovate a lot quicker in the cloud. So really this this came out of what customers were asking us for as I was saying, okay, we've started our cloud journey, we're, we're along the way, but we want to go faster. And and then the question is, surely others have done this. What can you share with us? And, and it sort of came from that, didn't it? it yeah, exactly. What, what we found is that customers have already learned how they need to migrate to the cloud. They've, they've built out their business cases. They've done their discovery and they're on board with their cloud journey. But where they've found that they've stalled or not actually gone as fast as they can is because they haven't really leveraged the true value of automation. They don't really understand the best way to to operate their environments in the cloud as well. And that's where we've come in specifically to help them with highly prescriptive and specific guidance to help them accelerate and to operate their workloads in the AWS cloud. So obviously we'd love to share things through through the eyes of our customers and through the experiences of our customers. Tell us, tell us one of your favorite migration and modernization stories. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, we would have seen at reInvent 2018, I believe, and, and also at AWS Summit in Sydney earlier this year in 2019, where the National Australia Bank was fairly open and public about how successful the AWS cloud migration journey has been with the help of both our APN partners and also AWS professional services. So this was a a really challenging project for us when ProServe were brought in to, to help NAB or the National Australia Bank with their cloud migration 
journey. We started off by doing a fairly challenging project where we were looking at helping the customer migrate 30 applications. And these are these are business and, and production applications. Banking applications. Banking <laughs> applications, exactly. And, and in the financial services industry, this can sometimes seem like it's extremely challenging. And that's why ProServe or AWS Professional Services were brought in to specifically help NAB with this journey. And it was extremely successful. The customer loved it. And, and this, of course, has been shared with the, with the wider AWS community. And we're finding more and more financial services organizations are, are using or adopting the same model to help them break down barriers and accelerate their cloud adoption. One of the things that really fascinated me about the, the NAB example, and there's, there's many interesting parts of it, was the, the way they worked to enable their own internal workforce, as well as augmenting the capability during that ramp up period. Because often we get stuck in this, well, I, I can't move fast till I train up my people, but it's going to take me six months plus to train up my people because I've got BAU to look after as well. How did you, how did you break that log jam? Good question. Um, we were deeply embedded in the, the in, in NAB's migration teams. So it was not just, uh, I should say that where AWS Professional Services shines really well is also when we work very closely with our partners. So we did have a partner who was very close to, to the team and we were embedded, both ProServe and the partner was embedded in the customer's teams as part of delivering this outcome. So there were multiple delivery teams or as we refer to it as dojos who specifically helped break down barriers. We were embedded within the NABs organization or within the asset teams as well to help accelerate the migration. We helped all the way from the initial design, deployment, and there was also a partner who, who helped operate the environment once it was migrated. And the other thing I'll say is that NAB also used AWS managed services, which mm. is which helped break um, or at least simplify the operations of these workloads when it was migrated to the AWS cloud. And it was interesting because that's a, a managed services as a service offering. It's like services as a service service. <laughs> and, and really the, the goal there was not for the for the NAB to use that long term. It was it was that was their bridging tool. That was their lever to, to get them to where they need to get to. Yeah, exactly. So NAB saw that as a stepping stone. It wasn't the only target platform that we helped them migrate these applications to. They also had a, a, a native AWS platform that they themselves had managed with a partner. And so th- th- we we worked with them specifically on this project to, to help accelerate their migration, where we found that some of the, uh, I guess, some of the delays or the stalls were around operations. Uh, and this is where AWS Managed Services helped bridge that gap. And, and it was that stepping stone to, to actually accelerate the migration. So we'll put some links in the show notes where, where the, the National Australia Bank tells that story, because like I said, it's, it's best to hear it from the person doing it. Let's maybe step a little bit broader and talk about, you know, what is AWS ProServe? What's, what's that all about? So professional services uh, is part of AWS's, I guess, our, our consulting arm of AWS professional services. We're very much in the field. We're working very closely with our customers and our partners to help customers deliver target business outcomes. So we're, we're there in the field. We're, we're actually on the ground working very closely with our customers, either to help them innovate in the AWS cloud or when they need specialized skills to help deploy a solution. That's where we're, we're brought in to, to help, help them build solutions on, on AWS. And it's typically very closely aligned with partners too. Like I think the one of the interesting things about the, the AWS ProServe model is it's like, well, you say, hey, we want to engage ProServe. They'll like say, well, what partner are we going to be working with at the customer? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the only way uh, and, and where we found that we're extremely successful is working alongside a partner to, to deliver customer business outcomes. We found that the, the best way that ProServe can scale is through our partners. So we've almost always worked on customer engagements with a partner 
partner where we would come in, bring our expertise and our best practices, enable both the partner and the customer. And then we may go away and, and the customer and the partner might actually be there to, in the long term, to continue on with that deployment and optimize that environment in AWS. So Girish, how long have you been at AWS? What's your what's your tenure so far? <laughs> I've been here for two and a half years now. I've been actually slightly over two and a half years now. I've been based here in Melbourne and I, I started my journey at AWS in professional services. Initially, uh, I had started as uh, a migration focused ProServe consultant. And now, of course, I, I lead the, the migration and also our advisory practice here in, in ANZ. And what's it like working at ProServe? Oh, I love it. I think it's, it's amazing. And, and it's not just me saying this because I'm on your podcast, Simon. I <laughs> <laughs> I actually truly do. I think we work with a lot of diverse people from from different backgrounds, from different technology backgrounds, from different different parts of the world. And and uh, what I also love is that we can work with different customers from different industry verticals and different technologies. And what I mean by that is it's not. And I know you know the the initial part of our conversation was about migrations, but we're actually doing some really cool work for customers where we we're leveraging IoT and robotics. We've done also a lot of newer uh, technologies technologies where customers are looking at modernizing their network architecture on AWS as well. We're helping customers modernize their um, their applications and leverage higher level services on AWS. There's lots of different projects and different, I guess, technology domains that, that we get to work with and different customers all around the globe. And that's why I, I really love working at uh, AWS and specifically ProServe. And I guess that really leads into the fact that at ProServe, there are lots of different kinds of roles. So there's there's leadership and management type roles, there's advisory roles, there's cloud consultants, like just building cool stuff. There's people who are helping people grow at scale. Give us a taste of, of some of those roles and, and really what you look for in people who are successful in those roles. Sure. So yeah, so like you mentioned, Simon, there's, there's I guess, the, the the people manager and and, and the more, um, I guess, engagement management roles where we come in specifically to help customers with managing and engagement. So we, we can come Come in, in in an advisory function as well, where we help a customer build out their their strategy or help them realize their strategy and walk them through that journey end to end. Along with that, we also help customers understand on the initial. Who, who, if if a customer is just starting their journey on AWS, we might help them understand the the overall landscape of their current infrastructure architecture, how they can realize benefits in the AWS cloud. We might even help them in terms of an enablement on helping them through that journey. We might do proof of concepts in some cases. We also do prototyping as well, where a customer might want to build a, a minimum viable product and ProServe can help them do that and demonstrate to their business some of the benefits of, of working in the AWS cloud. Along with that, we, we also have highly specialized and, and focused cloud architect roles. And these are specialist skills that we bring in to help unblock barriers with a customer's overall migration, oh, sorry, not migration journey, but, but AWS environments. So they might need specialist skills to help them move into a, a serverless or or build out a, a serverless architecture. And that and that's where our services can come in and we can bring fairly prescriptive guidance on how a customer can build their environment out. Another big area that we focus on right now is security risk and compliance. Mm. That's massive. And security is, as we say at AWS, it's it's job zero. Yep. And so we've got a, a, a very, very strong security practice where we help customers secure their workloads, understand or work through compliance and regulatory requirements that they might have, which is different in each country or in each region. 
question. And we help design and architect the applications to meet and to secure the environments on AWS. So when you're looking for uh, profiles of candidates and people who apply and, and sort of you read through a resume and go, aha, this person is probably going to absolutely love one of these roles. What are some of the hallmarks you look for? What what does what what good look like? Yeah, good question. Um, we we typically look for, because the, the ProServe uh, consultants are always in the field, customer facing. So so we like to see people who who are actually very much customer facing. And, and it doesn't necessarily have to be that, that you're in a consulting role, yeah. but um, you can also work with internal stakeholders. So we found people who might be in internal, you know, in a large enterprise who might be in an internal role, but dealing with many different stakeholders at, at different levels. So it's someone who's very, I guess, presents well, can interact really, really well. In some cases, also have the ability to dive deep when needed. Mm. So even some of our advisory consultants who are not really hands-on in the code still can talk and understand the tech. And we find that super important as well because you, you can you can earn a lot of trust with the customer when you can we can also dive deep and understand and, and break down some of their um, technical blockers, if you like. So you don't necessarily need to be in a consulting role at the moment. Yeah, no, no not at all. So so it's not, I think the, the good thing about the, the pros of consultants that we've got in the team and, the, and that we're hiring for is, is really just people who, who love the tech, who who absolutely can be, uh, I guess, interpersonal skills are also super yeah. important because yeah. you're, you're there, you're meeting customers, you're, you're working very closely with partners, you're working in a collaborative, I guess, team as well, and ultimately have the same goal to to achieve our customer business outcomes. And, and I guess there's a combination of that builder culture, that desire to build things, but also that real problem solving and the Problems aren't always technical, are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, in, in some cases, we find that the problem's not so much technical. I think the, the good thing about the tech is that we, we know that the tech works. The different ways of designing and, and deploying um, applications on the AWS cloud. But in some cases, it can be breaking down barriers or blockers within an organization who may not be completely aligned with the vision. Or you might have conflicting ideas on, on different ways of doing things. So also having the ability to, to work through those blockers, to, to liaise with, with stakeholders, if you like, and to be able to call out or, or to challenge ideas as well, in some cases, can create a healthy debate and can also give you insights that you may not have been aware of before. And ProServe works with customers all around the world. How do you work to, I guess, share and spread some of that information, those those patterns of not just what works, but what doesn't work uh, globally? How do people learn from each other? Yeah, good question. So there, there are various different ways on, on how we do it. So at ProServe specifically, we, we've got a number of different uh, patterns that we've built um, that we share with our partners, be it our APN or Amazon Partner Network partners, and also globally through our YouTube videos, through our, our website itself. We share all the content where we've delivered summits globally. So, so you can actually, even though you couldn't make it to the London summit, for example, you, you can actually view those videos online. And also we also have other conferences that are online only conferences. Um, so, so there are a number of ways that, that we share that knowledge. Along with that, we also have other methods of, of sharing knowledge um, externally. We've got white papers that, that some of our ProServe consultants and the, the rest of AWS has written and, and, and we've published that on our website. And we also have other tools. And for example, we've got the pattern library, for example, that's available to, to all our APN migration competency partners to be able to access, a, a, I guess, a, an ever-growing library of, 
mm. of patterns on designing and deploying applications on AWS. So you're not sort of sitting out on site on your own <laughs> solo, just trying to figure it out. You've got a big repository of both external and internal information to draw upon. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 the good thing is, and what I really love about Procev, or sorry, I should say AWS in general, is that everyone's willing to help. You know, to give you a prime example, we've got internal chat groups where if if any one of our team members have have got a problem, you can you can go to a, either to a particular service team or even a, a group of of specialists or technical field uh, specialists who can help you with those issues. So knowledge sharing is is a big part of being at AWS, and we also share that knowledge with our customers and our partners as well. And is there a is there a day in the life of a of a ProServe person? Is is that even possible to articulate? <laughs> <laughs> I get asked that question quite a bit, especially when I'm interviewing people. In fact, and and I love it because depending on on I guess that that person's interest and and uh, and the role, it, like you like you mentioned, Simon, it is very different. But I'll, I'll give you a prime example of, of something that I think is really really cool. It's actually it, it's also linked, I guess, to to a customer reference uh, of ours where a number of our ProServe consultants worked with uh, Woodside Energy or, or Woodside, who are a oil and gas company based in Western Australia. And uh, and and I would strongly recommend that that you watch this video from AWS Summit in 2019 that one of our colleagues, Chris Dorrington, had, had presented along with Woodside as well, about how AWS had helped Woodside with AI, robotics, and IoT to, to perform predictive maintenance and, and, and monitor an oil rig, which was you know a couple of hundred Ks out uh, mm-hmm. in the ocean. So a day in life in, in ProServe, to, to answer your question, it's working on cool tech to help enterprises or, or to help customers solve really complex issues with solutions that they may not have known about before. So in that video, they, they talk about how typically Woodside would have to, to fly, I guess, um, a maintenance engineers out to, to these oil rigs. And now, of course, they've they've replaced that with IoT sensors, with uh, robotics, and to perform uh, some form of artificial intelligence as well to, to be able to analyze these sensors and, and the actual oil rig itself. So so these are some of the cool projects that, that ProServe gets to work on. And I think it's it's super exciting. Yeah, lot, lots of variety there. So if people want to look for ProServe jobs specifically or AWS jobs in general, amazon.jobs is the URL to go to. Um, what are some of the keywords people should search for? Well, there's there's no main area that, that I would suggest people focus on. I think it's really up to what area of interest the the actual candidates or, or, or the people who, who are interested in these roles uh, want to look for. So while we do have uh, generalist cloud architects who can go deep into DevOps, for example, or, or serverless, we also look uh, or look for candidates who have got specialist skills in IoT, AIML is another area that's that's booming. And also emerging technologies is something that we're finding a lot of customers are looking to to start experimenting and, and um, there's a lot of opportunity for growth across the globe. One example of that is Amazon Connect, for example. We're finding huge adoption from or huge interest from customers uh, specifically around Amazon Connect and integrating that with, with Lex and Poly and other services to build out an end-to-end solution. So yeah, so I think newer technologies that are of, of interest to, to people out there uh, and also any expertise that you can bring that is yeah, of interest. But in particular, I guess, you know, scale migration or experience of migrations, you know, that's, that's, uh, there's a lot of customers who are trying to exit data centers and retire technical debt. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not going out of style soon. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. In fact, um, I think where we're finding a lot of customers have, have started their migration journey, but are actually looking at ways to increase velocity of their migration. So um, right now, for example, there are many opportunities across the globe where customers are looking at, at churning out migrations a lot quicker, automating both pre-migration activities to even the post-migration testing and configuration all in an end-to-end automated fashion. So it's not just about migration, but it's all 
also about automating and, and putting mm. a wrapper around that. Mm. So it's not, it's not your sort of old style, just lift and shift with a whole bunch of copying and that sort of stuff. This is this is next level. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's also um, what we found is that we've been, as in ProServe, has, has been working with customers to do end-to-end automation of a migration that's fairly light touch. We do everything from, I guess, the the pre-migration preparation of of the of the machines and automating it end-to-end or automating the migration using Cloud Endure as a new tool that's now available for free to all our customers, and then performing that post-migration testing and validation end-to-end where there's fairly light touch from the actual operators or, or the migration factory itself. And we can we can achieve velocity in you know hundreds of migrations a day through this, this automated fashion. Wow. It's, a, it's a different world out there. It's exciting to be part of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Gary, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you, Simon. And thanks everyone for listening. We do love to get your feedback. AWS podcast at amazon.com is the place to do it. And until next time, keep on building.